0: Hi I'm Naomi and I'm on the leadership team here at Hackney Church in East London and today I want to talk to you about the power of the invitation. I feel so inspired after listening to Nikki's interview with Bob Goff. It's such a good talk. I watched the whole thing with a notepad, three pens, a whole box of highlighters. I just wanted to glean every bit of gold that I could because if I'm honest this past season has sent a fair few challenges our ways Whether it's the lockdown or the economy, whether it's suddenly becoming a teacher on top of your day job, or holding uncomfortable conversations around race and inequality. If you've got to this point in the year and you're also feeling a bit out of breath or in need of a really long nap, please know that you are not alone. This has been a really full on season. Speaking personally, I lost my grandma right at the beginning of the lockdown. And it's safe to say that she was my best friend. Like many West Indian children, she was pretty much a third parent. My grandma was really naughty and she had the best sense of humour. But alongside that playfulness, my grandma Tapper personified hospitality. Her door was always open. There was always food for when a visitor turned up unexpectedly. Always a prayer before they left, having shared their burdens with her, knowing that she would listen and not judge. And as grandchildren, we saw it all single mothers, recovering addicts, adults with additional needs. Everyone was welcome at her table and everyone knew that Grandma Tapper would talk with you and cuddle you and pray for you and there was no way that you could leave her house without feeling different. And whilst I'm only able to recognise it now as an adult, she was so intentional about assuring her grandchildren that they were enough and that they had value and worth. It reminds me just how much it is a blessing to receive love like that, but also to be able to give it away. Because as life got rocky, my grandma was the steadiest foundation. After feeling burnt out during my studies, it wasn't home that I went back to, it was my grandma's. After trying to flesh out a faith of my own and not one just borrowed from my parents, it was my grandma who handed me a Bible and a pen and set me loose. And after sending a call to ministry, it was my grandma who playfully took the credit and said that it was her pious example that had drawn me into church leadership, even if I didn't know that myself. You see, I learned how to show and receive love from the woman who demonstrated it unconditionally, who showed me the true power of invitation. One that invites you into relationship, into acceptance and into recognising your value. So often in life, we just need someone to extend an invitation, to invite us, to show us what God's love can really look like in practice. And whilst we can't all have a grandma tapper, I've got good news for you. God's love is an even bigger invitation and he's inviting us into it today, however we may be feeling. One of my favourite stories in the Gospels is the story of Zacchaeus. It's one of those stories that we all kind of know how it goes You learn about it in sunday school i even had a puzzle of it as a child but there's a reason that it's so popular it's full of gold when it comes to the power of the invitation let's take a look at the story together the passage is found in luke 19 verses 1 to 10. jesus entered jericho and was passing through a man was there by the name of zacchaeus he was a chief tax collector and was wealthy I love that this happened as Jesus was passing through, that this wasn't something on the schedule or the agenda, but that he slowed down enough to notice someone who'd been shunned and was an outcast. Now, I don't know what your first reaction to Zacchaeus might have been, but mine definitely wouldn't have been hospitality. I feel like I would have been much quicker to judge than to break bread with this wealthy tax collector, but that's when I love Jesus. You see, Zacchaeus Or Zacharias means pure and innocent in Hebrew. And yet he'd managed to fall so far from the person that God had made him to be. But rather than condemnation, what Zacchaeus needed was for someone to demonstrate love to him. For someone to see through the cracks, through the bad habits, and through those bad actions, straight to the heart of who he had been made to be. So as Jesus called out to him, inviting him into relationship, he also called out the gold within him. For he could see who Zacchaeus was and all that he was capable of. And in that moment, Zacchaeus' true identity and purpose were catalyzed as this man who had been bound by money and greed was liberated to give it all away for the service of others. We might feel like Zacchaeus, like our pasts have made us unworthy or that they're a bit complicated to say the least. But God is calling you into relationship with him. And he's asking whether you'll invite others in too, whether you'll be inclusive, because that's what love does. It pursues us. It changes us. It says that we get to be a part of the story, that we can respond to the love of Jesus. And you may never know the impact that showing such love can have, especially for those who truly struggle to see value within themselves. If you had told me at 18 that I'd become a church leader, I would have laughed at you, for like a good half hour you see there was no way that I could have seen anything of that level of value within myself it took women like my grandma it took being in church community and around healthy leaders and ultimately it took the goodness of God working through relationship and through the spirit for me to even get to a place where I could accept this calling In the example that those people gave me, in their affection and their warmth and ultimately their invitation propelled me into a life of faith and into imagining what ministry could look like. And why it was so vital that we see those around us and point them to the person of Jesus. That we point them to the one who repairs, to the one who restores, to the one who says, I must have dinner with you. I want your time and your company. Wherever you are watching this from, I wonder who might be right in front of you that really needs to be seen. Who have you accidentally overlooked because that outer shell was a bit rough around the edges or because their demographic seemed so different from yours? When Jesus looked at Zacchaeus, he saw the true heart within, the desire to glimpse something of God, the willingness to look a fool and climb a tree just to be able to observe God. And as Jesus' invitation began to strip away the shame and stigma of his past, he was empowered to shrug off the old and pick up the new. You see, he wanted to participate. He wanted to help. His heart was completely transformed. When we invite people into our lives, we are inviting them to come along on this journey of faith with us, to learn about Jesus together, If you're new to Christianity, I'd love to encourage you to try Alpha. It's all about having a space to ask the big questions in life. Because when we grasp hold of this invitation, when we offer it to others, everything changes. History gets rewritten, chains get broken, the world is turned upside down. As people encounter a love so radical that all they can do is give everything away. There is no doubt in my mind that you can have a lasting impact on the world around you, that you can make a difference. And I believe that today Jesus is calling your name and inviting you onto the greatest adventure of your life. Seize it. It will be the best thing that you ever do. Amen? Amen.